Welcome to the Strong Life Coach Podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Today, I'm joined in the studio by none other than Matthew Ryan Brown, special guest. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So we are here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first time in my lifetime I've ever podcasted from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Exciting. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I know you and I have been talking about podcasting together probably for five months here, or, or just yeah. under five months. So... I'm glad our, our, our planning, our communication across states has finally came to fruition for us to be able to connect. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. All right. So I think we're talking about some great content today. I want people to know that you've been living in Tulsa, Oklahoma for 22 years. Uh, you and I met in May this past year after I gave a speech here. And, uh, and we're going to talk about something today that you have a great passion for. That is autism and Asperger's. Yes. Um, and uh, I know I'm going to circle back to this later when I asked you a few questions, but you started a podcast on Facebook, which is not yet available to the public. No, I'm working on it, but at the time right now, it is not available. It's just for a secret group of few people. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, um, as I mentioned, you have a passion for raising awareness about this, about, uh, again, autism and Asperger's. Let me ask you, what inspired you to become passionate about raising awareness for autism and Asperger's? So I personally actually have um, autism and Asperger's. I was I was diagnosed when I was probably about 13, mm -hmm. but I didn't really get a passion for it until I was in high school. And I was in special ed. I had all these special ed classes. But one kid in my class, he also had the exact, um, like me, he had autism, he had Asperger's mm -hmm. and he would use it as a crutch. And mm -hmm. it was, and I always thought, oh, I, I have an ability. I've always liked superheroes and stuff. So to me, that was mm -hmm. like a superhero ability. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he, my passion came because he always wanted to do the opposite. He goes, oh, I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. And I'm like, okay, everybody needs to know that autism and Asperger's isn't just a disorder that it completely debilitates you. Mm -hmm. So I would go to help him and, hey, you can do this in your class. You use this as an ability, not a disability. Wow. I like so that. that. That's when I first became getting passionate because I started helping him and I realized helping him realize this. It's like, wait a minute. There are so many people out there mm -hmm. that have no idea what it is. Right, right. Right. And it's, it's something so powerful. You said um, the phrase that I love that you said, you said um, ability versus disability. Mm -hmm. I think I heard as well is you believe in your attitude about it is that of it's not about limitation. Oh, no. It's about possibilities and exactly. exploring what's possible and not what I can't do, but what I can do. And that's that shifts everything. Right. Yeah. When we have that kind of attitude focused on what I can do, what I do have, what is in my ability to make positive change in the world. And that's what you that's what you do. And that's what you're about. Exactly. Um, I want people to know that. It's it's not something that should be. Uh, feared is mm -hmm. if they have it, if their child has it, if they, their best friend has it, it's not something that you can't go up to and go, hey, so. What's this autism you have? Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I work on the approach. Right, 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 right. You don't want to go, um, hey, how's this disability that you have going mm -hmm. on? But 
I, I think it's something that should be more explored and more understood. Mm-hmm. That to me is the cure for um, most things. It's just the knowledge and the understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect your maturity about it. I know uh, we're going to get into some of what you're doing um, in uh, inside of your passion. We're going to get into it in, in a little bit. And I think those things that you're doing outside of um, of your normal, what you're paid to do, and if you're normal even, I know you're involved with the, with the local church as well here. Yeah. Um, but I love seeing what you're doing and not allowing limitations to hinder, you know, everything that you're you're trying out. So um, let's let's talk about the next one, which is what advice would you offer to people who meet somebody with autism and, and Asperger's for the first time? Okay, so I kind of touched at this, um, but if you find out that your best friend or your child or somebody has autism, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's not, oh my gosh, I get, I have to walk on eggshells now. Mm-hmm. There are several books out that will help. Um, when my mom, um, she helped she helped me a lot, but one of the books she used was Out of Sync Child. I forget who um, actually wrote it, mm-hmm. but it was awesome because you don't. There is sensitivities to different lighting and different things. Like for me. Um, it was a big thing was sensitivity to lighting because there's a lot of things that happen with lighting and um the iridescent lighting that buzzes and stuff like that mm-hmm. that can be challenges. Got it. Yeah, and, and, and that's a question because even you told me about it in May, and then I was seeing how passionate you were as a person and what you were trying to be involved with, and I was like, man, I, even I think back then I was like, hey, you want you want a podcast together? Like, because I think yeah. it's a it's a, it's a story your attitude about it you're optimistic um so you're saying um to understand it's not the end of the world um how have you seen it kind of manifest with you like how how does it affect you i know you mentioned the lighting um how have you seen it um in in your life and in your walk um my i don't really quite understand the question i'm I'm sorry right right so um when, when somebody had so you told me about it in may even when you said it i i didn't really know like what it means like so you mentioned it and oh, okay. and I'm, I'm going, what does that mean for you? Like, w- how does that affect you? How does it influence you? The autism and aspects in your personal life? Well, it influences me because I, I do things differently. There we go. I mean, everybody, everybody puts um, one leg in front of the other to sure. walk and um, one arm into the other in the jacket. But I may do it a different way. For instance, um, a lot of triggers for autism are texture and lighting, like I mentioned. And um, so I may do it slowly or slower than uh, most people. Mm -hmm. I may have to um, do it a certain way that someone um, just goes on, doesn't even think consciously about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And to them, it's as natural as breathing. For me, I have to, okay, I need to do this first. Then I do this, and it's really structured. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, if I understand it right, there is as an element of if somebody was comparing, right, going, okay, well, what's the difference between Matt and somebody else? So sometimes there's activities that t- it take a few extra extra steps, or exactly. even the speed in which something is executed might be a little bit different. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, what? Um, so. You're involved in this Facebook community. This it's a closed group. Is that accurate? Yes. So this is people who either ha- have Asperger's, uh, autism, and Asperger's, 
or who are um, advocates. Is that right? Is this part of the group goes? Um, I would like to expand it to people that um, could be advocates, but as of right now, um, it's only people with autism and Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certain things that are going on with it that I'm trying to rearrange the um, the way that we can actually be a closed group where you can still search it, mm-hmm. but you still have to go through some administration process to answer a few questions because I want it to be an open, I created it to be an open group for anybody that has autism and Asperger's, a free group where, because with autism and Asperger's, they, we have meltdowns. Mm-hmm. and we need somebody to talk to. And there's not always a, somebody to talk to that will understand exactly what you're going through. Right. So I created this group uh, with along with the help of a uh, few people um, that we can do that mm-hmm. on there. We can actually talk about, hey, this is what I'm going through this week. Mm-hmm. You, anybody have any help, any um coping mechanisms coping skills that they have used in their life nice and i make it completely to where it's their group Mm -hmm. it it's not just mine i'm going to create what you guys do no let's do everything Mm -hmm. um and centered around a topic that um we all love um and have a passion for along with the autism and asperger's and it's around the show, um, My Little Pony, of all things, okay. which we have a common um, thing of, oh, I like this or I like that. And um, there's a lot of elements of that show that are in the group. Um, so the page is actually called uh, Christian Bronies with Asperger's and Autism or Autism and Asperger's or CBAA for short. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I've had it for about five years now. Nice. Nice. So then. Because your set of challenges with this, with this, uh, with Asperger's and autism is like, you know, a, a finite amount of challenges, right? But then people in the group they have challenges that you may not have personally, in their walk. So what, for people listening in that that haven't you know heard a lot about it, what challenges have you seen other people that they they have with, with autism and Asperger's? Other challenges that um, little crowds. I mean, there's a lot of people who are claustrophobic but when you have um autism or asperger's it can be heightened by like five times more than someone who regular has claustrophobia mm-hmm. um, because you have these millions of ideas going through your mind at once mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the anxiety hits and realize oh i'm in a group i'm about to i might have a meltdown and then the anxiety about having the meltdown in the group and the shame and everything that someone even uh, normally goes through is going along with several hundred other thoughts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, oh, I don't want to do this, but I don't know if I can control it or I'm going to have an outburst. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is, I think, one of the most common ones or just not being understood mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things that um, facial cues. I personally um, don't get facial cues. Like, you could be screaming that you just don't talk to me, don't don't have a conversation with me, and you could be upset. Me, I'm coming over here and go, oh, he's happy. I can talk to him. Mm-hmm. And there's that loss of connection. Mm-hmm. So that's another challenge that um, is very uh, frequent, and it can be coming off as somebody, oh, he just doesn't listen. He doesn't want to um, talk. 
um, he he just doesn't understand me. I don't understand why he keeps on trying to talk when I'm mad. Mm-hmm. He personally probably doesn't even know that you're mad. Got it. Okay. So. Gotcha. No, no, no. I think there's, there's something about that because there's a uh, uh, facial cues and what somebody's communicating with their gesturing, right? Or with their expressions or with, you know, their eyebrows, right? You know, sometimes people are upset. You can see it because they have this crease right here. But sometimes if those nuance those nuances are missed um it can create a like what you're saying what i'm hearing from you if, if i'm hearing it accurate it can create a gap in the uh communication is that right correct correct so um great insight share with me um what what's a unique challenge you've overcome in you in your journey um lighting um i used to work for uh walmart Mm-hmm. And they have this um, iridescent lighting and you usually see it in halogen bulbs and stuff like that. But there's this buzzing that goes on that most people go, oh, it's just buzzing. And they just shake it off. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people with autism and Asperger's, that buzzing is serious. Like that's all you focus on because mm-hmm. it's a one track mind. And if you're trying to focus, like a lot of schools use them. I mean, so me, I had to cope with that going, okay, I have to try to focus on this work or try to have some background noise, focus on the background noise instead of that buzzing, because it can get to the point where you may hear it as um, just just a flat line um, buzz. Mm-hmm. The person who has autism is focusing on that to where it was in their mind is about the same as a um, chainsaw. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, it's completely distracting if you're trying to focus on a task. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that, so it's helped you to overcome it by focusing on something else to try to shift the focus. Yeah. And uh, and make sure that – because you don't want it like, – just like anybody, nobody wants it to, to debilitate them and feel like I, I can't do anything but listen to this, especially you're talking about working at Walmart. You know, you have responsibilities in the store. And yeah. if all you're thinking about – is this buzz then it, it might limit your ability to um to execute different tasks around the store that came with your job exactly that's exactly what happened um i don't work there now i actually work um in a mall now so the lighting's a little different but mm. i still have background noise because of all the other um, people around so i can focus on that if because they do actually still have the same lighting um, so every once in a while I'll hear that buzz and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to focus on, um, uh, I'm going to focus on the people. I'm going to focus on things around me, different noises and stuff. And I work in a um, restaurant in the mall. So I hear all these beepings and stuff from my restaurant mm-hmm. and somebody else. Gotcha. So tell me, tell me who's, who's been, who's been an inspiration, probably the biggest inspiration for you in your journey. I'll have to um, give a shout out to my mom. Um, from the very beginning, she was very understanding um, and to the point of, okay, whatever you need, we're gonna get, we're gonna do our best to get this done for you. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it means, hey, need certain um, tools to work with, like I would chew on pencils, and there's, or um, actually, I actually have an example of some stuff. So like. I like springs and it's, it has to do with the resistance. So these little clips, mm-hmm. um, carabiner clips actually help. So I get, I got some of those. I love springs. Like I said, um, so I'd get different things to, um, 
work with. My mom um, went through everything to try to uh, make it as easy as possible so I can go on living a normal life. Mm. And so I love the fact that it nothing stopped her. She got all these books, all these information um, once she found out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that right there has been a big rock for me because I can always fall back. My mom was like, mom, I don't know what to do right now. And she'll, um, do, Oh, get this essential oil or here. Mm-hmm. Have you tried, have you tried doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she's somebody who, when she, when she found out that you had it, she said, I'm going to make sure I'm educated. I'm aware of the needs and to make sure she's d- there for you, building you up, encouraging you, believing yeah. you, in you. And really, it sounds like she's just supported you in a, an enduring manner all along in your journey. Yeah. And I, I'll say I haven't always been easy. I mean, I haven't been an angel by any means through the entire process. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, there are times that I'll, I would have fits and just be completely having a meltdown going, I'm not going to do this and screaming at the top of my lungs, not respecting um, her at all. Mm-hmm. And still she comes back as a mother and goes, okay, for one, you're not going to talk to me that way. We're mm-hmm. going to discipline right here and mm-hmm. then we're going to move on. And this is what we're going to learn from this. Sure. I love that. Uh, so, so she has she she maintains the standard, but then um, she made it about what we're gonna learn. And what I'm hearing is somebody who uh, who persists, persists in love, who has this love that's persevering in nature, um, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think I think everybody, no matter what challenge we're having, anybody who's listening in, we want somebody in our corner like like that. Oh yeah, you know where they. Affirm me at my best when I'm performing well, when I'm doing well, when I'm whatever, getting some high achievements, but even not just affirm me at my best, but when they accept me at my worst, there's something that's so powerful about that, that, mm-hmm. that, that creates a special place in our hearts when we have somebody in our corner who not just affirms us at our best, but they also accept us at our worst. And that's what I'm hearing that your mom was, was for you. Yeah. And I would like to give a shout out to all of the parents who have to deal with kids with mm-hmm. um, autism and Asperger's. And I, I know it's a struggle and cause it's not, it's not an easy feat. Sure. So let's talk about some of your, um, the, the, the new endeavors you've, you've uh, taken on recently. So um, you, uh, you performed your poetry for yes. the first time. How was that? Okay. So I went to a little coffee house. I've, um, and wanted to do poetry. I was talking to you about it a while. And I just, I didn't know what to do. So I finally took a friend out, went to a coffee house and performed my poetry. And it was so weird because at first I really thought, oh, I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to, I'm going to break down. And because one of those things um, with autism is you, you don't know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I didn't know the atmosphere. So I was getting anxiety, but I sat down on that stool and just um, started performing my poetry and it felt warming and comfortable like i belong there Mm -hmm. yes and uh it was it was an eye-opening experience because it was like okay so it's not scary i can do this again yes and i'm actually in the middle of making more poetry because of that all right and that's what you love to hear because sometimes when you you take one step forward 
and then you start seeing so let's say you up, up to this point you had steps one through seven kind of laid out as far as like poetry goes yeah. but then you take these steps to perform them and it opens up more possibilities right oh definitely i mean going to the coffee house hearing everybody else's poetry i'm getting ideas i'm here and there oh i can write about this or mm -hmm. i can write about this and because i explored something that i originally was kind of afraid about because mm -hmm. i didn't want to do it right i, right. I didn't know what it was going to take and mm -hmm. i didn't know what i was going to have to sacrifice mm -hmm. what um so naturally when you start writing poetry sometimes in your mind i imagine you think of maybe one day i'll perform this so what gave you that extra nudge where okay i'm gonna go from writing it to i'm taking that next step and i'm performing it what what helped you with that um talking to several people including you um getting advice going okay i want to do this but i i don't know what to do mm -hmm. and um even like i'll give you a shout out i mean you were really good really uh um encouraging going no just do it and once you get through it you'll go through you'll um get used to it and all mm -hmm, that and mm -hmm. i was still i mean i'm not gonna say oh yeah I <laughs> okay Derek, let's let's go do this right right i still was hesitant and i still had to <laughs> sacrifice going okay because it was still like a month and a half after that that I finally went and did it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, but it's something so powerful. I think about these conversations because that's been advice I've been, I've received, which is do it now. Like, what are you waiting for? When are you going to do it? What time yeah. are you going to do it? Okay. Are you committed to doing it? You know, and like this expectation of, you know, because if you're a human being, you have a friend that says, you know, one day I want to write a book or one day I want to perform poetry or one day I want to and they'll like fill in the blank and you'll hang around them and if you hang around them long enough you'll keep hearing these one day I want to's you know which no like nothing's wrong with dreaming but eventually it comes down to the point of well when are you going to do it what time are you going to do what's your first big step and of course as, as a coach that's what I do right so yeah. people talk about what they want to do with their lives whether it's their career or uh, they want to start a business or write a book or perform or Whatever they have this ambition to do, you take it from let's make your dream a reality by getting some traction behind what you want to do. So I just appreciate that about you because um, I, what, what I always talk about when it comes to personal growth is implementation. Do you, I, somebody else can't implement it for you. Right. Yeah, it's, somebody it's, couldn't perform before. I guess somebody could have performed before you, but it wouldn't have been the same effect of inspiration for you because now you have that under your belt. You have that experience, and you—it it sounds like you have the confidence to do it again. Yeah. Um, what really helped was the fact that um, I went to the I went to the coffee house, and there were strict rules, and there were, so there was structure, and I'm thinking a coffee house has rules about poetry is kind of weird and i had to be out of myself mm -hmm. i i couldn't be around the same people i'm around all the time because there are different people that do poetry they have their own different lifestyles and mm -hmm. own different art styles sure and there's several different styles of poetry mm -hmm. so where mine is more emotional and i i get um my inspiration from emotion mm -hmm. others just they watch a tv show and they're like oh i can write about this right so yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Gotcha. Okay, so then that's one thing. Again, again, it speaks to what you first started talking about of not limitations, 
the possibilities. And I think you've you've taken on that possibility. So something else that I appreciate about you is that you, again you started your podcast on Facebook. So how did you get started? Oh, so, so tell me tell me the, the background story on that one. So I've always actually wanted to do a podcast um, for my uh, my group, and because I wanted I wanted to hear their their interpretation mm-hmm. of what they go through. Sure. I mean, there's a lot you can do about um, talking to um, someone like on the phone, texting them and all that, but you don't get the emotion. You don't mm-hmm. get questions like, hey, so I went through this today and this is how I did it. Um, the reason I do my podcast is so people can feel free to ask me questions and they have something that they're going through. I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What inspired me was actually you again. Is I, I, I asked it. Hey, I I saw that you had to do this um the strong life podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm, I got really interested because like wait a minute, you know what you're doing, and I'm just gonna get advice from you. And you you actually gave me that push and shove to go. Okay, again, I just need to do it. Just like that poetry, mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. need to jump in head first mm-hmm. and do it. And it was what was, was interesting about it to me is um. I think I, what I remember about that first conversation we had, which was, hey, I don't have it all figured out. I'm just if there's anything that I'm doing and I'm doing well is I'm taking steps and I'm moving forward. Now, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes and I'm going to learn a ton. And then I'm yeah. going to do another podcast and make some more mistakes. And then I'm going to learn a ton, you know, and I'm going to do another. So but but this idea, I, I, the image that comes to me is there's a beautiful moment in a child's life when they're learning to walk. And they're messing up. They're not taking a step forward, taking it to the side, and they stumble or they might even fall. But it's a beautiful mistake because it's moving forward. It's part of their development and their growth. And again, that's what I, what I see in you. It's it's if we waited to we were perfect at podcasting to start podcasting, that day would never come, right? Yeah. But each time you podcast, you get more experience. You know, you get more again confidence. Hey, I've done this before. I could do it again. Yeah. Um, different things like having a notepad. Hey, what am I going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Uh, praying beforehand. Yes. Um, definitely getting God into the center of it. Because I, I also, um, this podcast is Christian-based. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, we're talking to everybody who has Asperger's autism. I want it to be God-focused mm-hmm. because he is the author of everything. If we have a difficulty, we have a disability going on, we go to him first, ultimately, yes. in everything. That's right. Ooh, that gave me chills right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then you've also had your mom on. Yes, um, one of my my special guests, my only first special guest so far, has been my mom. And I asked, I kind of caught her off guard, mm-hmm. but it was awesome because um, I got to ask her questions about, hey, how is it to raise someone with autism? And I got to ask her different questions about um, different uh, just materials that she used. Mm-hmm. So she could actually talk to the um, people on my group about, hey, um, we do um, this book, like the Addison Child, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, actually came from her. Um, and then the fact that she meant she mentioned that um, there's different essential oils because um, that can help calm and calm a meltdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to give her a little shout out right then and yes. there. So um, 
it was it was fun i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. i love it i love it i think what what's so powerful about it is is uh your inspir your admiration for her and how much you adore her and then being able to have her on you on, on the show and um to showcase her right and, yeah. and that's what i'm passionate about which you know showcasing you know i'm like showcasing my friends people that inspire me somebody like you who um instead of relying on, on this as a crutch you go no no i'm I'm exploring possibilities. Uh, this is ability, not disability. Yeah. And then everything you're, you're taking on right now, again, it, it inspires me. It encourages me. And uh, so all I would say is keep going, bro. Keep Thanks. doing it. It's, it's definitely, like you said, a journey and mm-hmm. just one step at a time. Yes. So we do want people to tune in. Um, if you have questions about um, autism and, and Asperger's, feel free to uh, message us on 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 this uh, on this post. Or if um, you want to send us a direct message as well, you know, um, I, of course I'm not an expert. I, I know very little about it, but I'll certainly direct the the questions to somebody who has more experience and has more expertise than I do. But it's something that uh, I'm, I'm really glad we're able to, to showcase on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Um, it's been a really good pleasure i I love talking about autism Uh, it's one of my passions um and i just want more people to understand that it's not just about the disability Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of people that have it but and everybody's over here trying to cure this or cure that and what we really need to do is before we start trying to cure something we don't understand Mm -hmm. get some knowledge about it understand Mm -hmm. it a little bit and go okay Maybe not cure because it's not a disease. Mm-hmm. Disease can be cured. Disabilities can be overcome. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I love it. So if you're tuning in, this is the Strong Life Coach podcast where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. And be sure to comment, um, to share the podcast, to like it. If you're on iTunes, to give it that five-star rating. And uh, and share it. and uh, Share the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you'll hear great content just like this. Have a great one and thank you.